And welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. My name's Obert. And I'm Dana. Oh, hey. Wait for the pod. (laughs) I'm not not okay with this. (laughs) This is not okay. (laughs) Dana was walking by uh, while Chris and I were setting up and she just decided to pull up a chair, I guess. Right. Pretty much. She was like, she was like, oh, you are so famous and funny on this podcast. So I want to soak up some of your fame no yeah she that's wants what to share the spotlight or at least the headphones <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're a great a operation over here <laughs> it's a good thing i'm not recording in stereo otherwise i could just like talk to one side of my microphone and only dana would hear it and then talk to the other side <laughs> right uh, be like this is between me and dana. this yeah. is between me and dana I'm, chris you can't hear this it's okay well we learned that if i pull you'll lose your earphone so Right. Right. <laughs> Dana has the stronger ears, we decided. Yes. D- yeah, Dana's got the stronger ears, but it's because... Okay, so here it is. It's science. <laughs> These are headphones that I use all the time. So they have the bigger earpieces because I have bigger... Ear holes. Head. Big, big, yeah. Bigger. You know what they say about a big head. The better to hear you with, my dear. I think. <laughs> um, so when she stuffs them into her tiny little head, they get stuck. They get wedged. <laughs> That's not what happened. Yeah, okay. Huh? so so that's that's science that's the science there but uh yeah anyways so anyways i guess welcome to mooching my fame um last episode of the year oh damn wow i didn't even think about that oh lord wait actually or is it the first episode of the year no 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 we're coming back this is our new our new thursdays our new thursday cast date last last day of the year is it not even yeah, the thirty yeah, first is is Thursday, wow. which in the fabric of podcast timeline is when we're doing this episode. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, we we could talk about it about how great twenty twenty was, sure. best year ever. You know, all well, that stuff. Before we do that, I just want to apologize and say sorry. It took me so long to get set up here today to start recording i just i don't have enough usb ports on my computer so i was fr- frantically trying to plug everything in and i don't know it was a whole it was a whole ordeal yeah well i mean clearly um you weren't very nice and santa didn't bring you a us a seven port usb uh, <laughs> i guess not 3.0 whatever the hell it is yeah so i mean uh, if only there were a way you could go on amazon via one of our <laughs> Show descriptions and order one. I know. I just got. But. I just got coal shaped into a USB splitter. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, that's 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 just mean. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's just me. The coal doesn't just quite conduct yeah. right what you need it to. Little yeah. known fact, so, boys and girls, that when you're bad, Santa just literally turns your gift into coal. It's got like a <laughs> Midas type situation going on. Oh man! So yeah, you're home now, though. I, I am. Made it back to officially, Montana. Uh-huh. Officially. Brought- Did the drive seem longer on the way back home or shorter? Uh, it felt a little bit longer because it was like, wasn't like I had my trip I was looking forward to. It's like, oh, mm. just getting back. And then it snowed on me the last day. So that day felt really long. Oh, uh, that's rough. But, uh, you know, it's, it's good to be back for sure. Uh, 
Got back a little bit for Christmas. Already been skiing a couple times. Took popcorn out cross country skiing. So nice. It's uh yeah. It's I brought winter with me because they didn't have any snow in Montana till I showed up. But, <laughs> That's good. So yeah. you didn't miss any skiing then. Pretty much, yeah. They were like, no. Once Brennan gets here, then then we can start snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need we need Obert to open the ski slopes. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. I feel it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're home. I, for some reason, maybe it's just because I've been starting my new job and stuff like that, but I felt like you got home in like two days. I, I know it wasn't two days, but like I feel like you were like, I'm leaving, and then I got home. Like, oh, damn, that was I fast. think there were less dog park snaps. Yeah. I think that was what it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely made fewer stops and uh, mm-hmm. just kind of barreled through all the way. Although. Yeah. Rapid City, South Dakota, if you're listening, great dog park. That was a good one. There you go. There yeah. we go. We're now a food and dog park <laughs> review podcast. Yeah. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we do now. That's cool. That's awesome. But yeah, so it was. we had Christmas already. Some of us were so naughty. Some of us were nice. <laughs> Santa brought me, um, brought me a beer. I don't know if he brought you guys Ooh. any beer. N- no. No. <laughs> Short podcast this week. No beer. Crystal to the naughty category. But you uh, didn't even get the coal shaped beer. You yeah. Just, I got oh, it. Wow. That's like extra bad. Like just nothing. Santa came in and drank my beer. That's, that's how bad I was. <laughs> you didn't leave it out well, next to the cookies. Did you? Yeah. Well, yeah, no. It was, uh, we left out beer and, and spare ribs for him. So, um, you know, we do it different over here. We do it different in North Carolina. <laughs> Well, what did what did Santa leave for you Christmas morning? Um, well, Santa left me this beer from Imagination Brewing, um, which is one of my favorites out of Missoula. And my last stop on my road trip back home, I was just three short hours from home, and uh, I stopped there. And 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 I didn't sit on Santa's lap, but I sat six feet apart from Santa and asked him. <laughs> uh, for some beers, including this Houston Weir Haben Ein Problem, which okay. is a German chocolate cake imperial pastry stout. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Um, there's a little picture of a uh, house rocket ship thing <laughs> blasting off to a coconut moon because German chocolate cake is chocolatey and coconutty. So, yep. Um, this is a fresh one too. Santa, I think, just brewed it shortly before dropping it off. <laughs> canned on twelve. Just yep, yep. <laughs> but canned on twelve sixteen. So okay, yeah, that's new. That's fresh. Nice. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I'm gonna dig right into it here. It's no surprise to the listeners that I do not like the German chocolate cake stouts. Yeah. How do you <laughs> feel about the co- German chocolate the cake in general? No, I, honestly, if it if it has coconut in it, I can taste the coconut and it ruins it for me. Yeah. So, so even you, when people... I'll be like, it doesn't even taste that much like coconut. And he'll just be yeah. like, straight yeah, coconut. That's all I taste. Yeah. yeah. But that's... I mean, we've talked about it a, long, a lot of times. So when there's something in a beer or whatever that you don't like, that's all you can focus on. Yeah. You know? I hear you, um, but have you? I I see this is kind of a new trend I'm seeing around these pastry stouts. I don't really know what a pastry stout is, but is it just like dessert flavored? I don't know. Is there pastry in it? I don't think so. That's a that's a good question. Actually, I'm not sure. Um, there is this thing called the Google? The Google machine? Our 
our new co-host. Yeah. Our, our, Tud, our fact 4, checker. Tud 4.0. <laughs> I could never fill. Is going to be shoes. Yeah, you don't you don't nearly have the soundboard um, experience. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or or slamming on his keyboard as he's typing into Google. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for our new for our new listeners, Dana is Chris's wife. Oh yeah, we didn't go. We didn't say that. that. Yeah. Sorry guys. I'm not just oh. some stranger you found on the side of the road. No. No. They used to have a podcast together. We did. Yeah. We've like, been talking about bringing it back for about two year years. And a half. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days, you know. One of these seventeen days. years from now. We have so many kids now; they're everywhere. It's yeah. true. So apparently a pastry stout is just a sweet, rich, dessert-like side of stout. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid cat. (laughs) Okay, so kind of what Obert was saying. It's just like a desserty kind of... Yeah, just like a sweet, rich, dessert-like. Well, that's certainly what this one smells like. It basically smells like I walked into a fudge shop. Ooh. Yeah, very super cakey. And chocolatey. Um, hints of coconut, but it's not like... Okay. An, I feel like coconut is much more of a mouth taste than a nose taste. But it's yeah, I guess usually I can, not I a huge... Like you don't walk in and be like, somebody making coconut candy in here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, apparently one of your cats is a huge fan of pastry stouts. And when you said that, <laughs> it's funny. Going nuts. We have a mountain of boxes. Oh, and they're they're, they're exploring. Tote Mountain has returned. Yeah, <laughs> return of Tote Mountain cardboard it's, box it's, it's hill. A Christmas and CJ's birthday and mm. the NFL CBA. CBA yeah. We had a lot of extra packages. Sure. So so many. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, let's see how the mouth taste is. Mm, wow. Okay. Where to start? Yeah. Just it's like a wave of chocolate on the front of the palate. Um, okay. Like I'm in like a Nesquik commercial, basically. Like me and that rabbit surfing the wave of chocolate milk together. That's a that's imagery right there. <laughs> Thank you. I try and I bring the <laughs> listeners along with me. So yeah, quite a bit of chocolate, but not a ton of coconut. I'm hoping as it warms up, I get more. And actually, yeah, it definitely has more coconut on the aftertaste, but it's not like biting into a piece of German chocolate cake. But this is... Is it sweet? Like super sweet? No. Um, I would think it would be with a name like Pastry Stout, but the roasty, toasty, chocolatey notes are not overpowered by like a ton of crystal malt or anything like that. So it doesn't taste like I'm drinking straight sugar. But I really I really like this beer. Um, Imagination is one of my favorites. I wish it wasn't a three-hour drive from me because I would get more beer from there more often. And Santa only comes once a year, unfortunately, so he can't go get it for me. The Easter but Bunny, maybe? Ooh. Maybe. If you're good? I don't know if they take requests, but we'll see. I think they're in cahoots. I've heard that before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe for Easter. Who knows? There you go. So I really like this beer. I think uh, this one's going to get a rare four and a half from me. Four and a half. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's really yeah. solid. Holy crap. Yeah. It just hits me in all the right places that's a good beer it's a very good beer uh so i don't know how to handle this one here um but i i don't even know how to look it up so what out of seven (laughs) check-ins seven (laughs) seven uh that's all there is yeah um all let's see can i let me see if i can do a ragtag nope why is it just a ballpark 
It doesn't... Oh, there you go. Here's some. Here's some. I was like, why isn't it showing me any ratings? But I'm doing bad. I'm doing bad uh, to untapped work right now. Um, okay, I got about what it is. About-ish. It's out of seven. What do you think? <laughs> As an unofficial guess? You know, four and an eighth-ish. <laughs> it's probably closer to four and a half. I mean, there, there's very really? high praise for this beer. From the seven people that have had it? All seven All seven, people. All seven All ratings. soon to be eight of us are really <laughs> right. big fans. Uh, four, four and three quarters, four and a quarter, four, four and a quarter, four, seven, five again, four and a half, four and a half. So, I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a good beer. But I'm not super surprised that in the 12 days this beer has existed, there are seven, seven check-ins. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted because Chris is throwing things at his cat. <laughs> it's unreal. Both, it's what he's throwing? Up. You didn't feed them. Yeah. Neither did you. <laughs> the, the cats are rebelling because it's... <laughs> It's cat food 30 and they're hungry. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've said before this breweries around here don't typically get a ton of check-ins and to get this beer, you either have to go to the brewery or the literally one liquor store that sells their beer. So it's hard to find and not a lot of people around here are into untapped, but, um, I like it. I think it deserves the average of whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> the average of something um, yeah the average of something so cool how, all right well oh, i was gonna ask how many check-ins there need to be for there to be an average i think like 25 or so yeah i think i th- yeah I, I think i don't know that's a good question on tap right in <laughs> dwpodcast.gmail.com uh but uh yeah no that's a good question i don't know 50 thousand sure Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. There you go. So got a ways. Yeah, it'll get there. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm gonna hand this one off to the Chris household, <laughs> the Chris and Dana household. You guys, one of you guys, take it away. Give us a beer review. Want me to go? It's up to you. I mean, are you, you sure you know how to do this? You're the guest. I have no You're idea. You're the guest, so you get to choose. Yeah, you get to choose. You get to choose if you want to go first or if you want me to drink first. Well, I'm gonna drink. I'm getting thirsty, so I'm gonna go. This bullshit. <laughs> um, full disclosure: Chris pulled this beer out of the fridge for me. Um, it is a. I love the. Can I get this like in a wallpaper? This canner. Ooh, that is fun. No, we don't do wallpaper here. It's not. Our- I feel like that wallpaper would belong at like like a pretty nice like Marriott hotel in the Bahamas or something. For oh, sure. There you go. For yeah. sure. In the lobby. It's like definitely yeah. like a... It might just be like a print in the lobby. It might be yeah. too busy. For, yeah. Or the carpet. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah that carpet. would be good hotel yeah. carpet for sure. Okay. Um, so this is called Coconut Express. So we're on the coconut train right now. Boo. All aboard. I thought you said this was a stout. <laughs> it's not a stout. <laughs> I thought it was a stout. I would have left so, it in wait, the fridge longer. I think I've had this beer. This is one that you gave to me when you were in Connecticut. I didn't give it Isn't, to you. I thought this was a Charlotte. Well, this is from Charlotte Maine. Brewery. Oh, okay. So um, this is one that Tud gave us. So this is an IPA, and this is brewed by Barreled Souls in Saco, Maine. Probably. Yeah. Is that is that how? Yeah. That's how Do you, you say it. Do you want a different it. beer? Do you want like a non-IPA <laughs> beer? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm committed. Yeah, I think so. Is okay, that's fine. Dana, are you a non-IPA person? I like juicy IPAs. Like okay. zero bitterness crazy juicy i hope this is good <laughs> so this might not be my style but I he think doesn't my, like coconut. my tud my tud cleo is telling me that neither of you are gonna like this <laughs> <laughs> oh no shit 
Do you uh, want to save this, babe, or do you want me to drink No, it? I'm not going to drink it. All right, we'll just do it. Yeah, well, it's fine. What better t- time to drink it than on a podcast you know? where we like to hear people drink gross beers? This may be a fish of beers. Do you want to use my new brewmate? No, It'll thank keep you. it cold because it's been out. It smells really good. That's good. Does it smell like IPA or does it smell more like coconut? It smells like an IPA, but it doesn't have that, like, the strong, like, the part you, of the beer you don't like for me is that bitterness. Like, it doesn't smell like it's going to be bitter. But I've been it doesn't have that before. icky Dana yeah. smell. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and try it, I guess. That's what we do. Yep, that's how we do it. <laughs> that's what we do on this podcast. We do the drinking. You know, we've had a few episodes where we've had non-beers, but we've had a few where we have multiple beers. So you got to think we're probably close to like 450 beers we've had on this podcast. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's not until recently y'all have been trying to hammer down some of the uh, the the cocktails and stuff. So there's been some. We've had some yeah. wine, some seltzers, some seltzers. Yes, some of those. So so I don't hate it. Okay, that's good. Okay, it's a little more bitter than I like. Yeah, not super coconutty to me, but I do get like it is fruity. Okay, like but like and like I get like tropical fruits, but I'm not very good at. You the... see if how much Chris gets the on coconut. the coconut scale here yeah so this is this is fun because it's my beer um that tud gave me it smells like a new england ipa it doesn't smell like it's gonna have any coconut on it but let's see let's see how it is um uh, it's actually not that bad like there is coconut wow. there is coconut in it but the beer has enough like citrusy like some kind of juicy notes to cover it up really well and there is some bitterness which i know dana doesn't like but it's actually not not heavy coconut which i think is good let me do one more it's working for you it tastes more like sunscreen than (laughs) almond joy yeah i mean it's 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 definitely there it's there um and the second sip was worse than the first but it's it's not as not as bad (laughs) As, as some other coconut beers, but that's not my review. <laughs> well, I just had another sip, and it kind of reminds me of a coconut sip of sunshine. Weird. Interesting. But I haven't had a sip of sunshine in probably like three years, so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I haven't either. I guess that would be, yeah, that's probably close. That's probably close. Because, like, like, sip of sunshine is fruity enough for me, but it is still a little bit bitter. Right. Right, and that's yeah. kind of like, what this is doing. It's not like a juice. Sip of Sunshine isn't a juice bomb for us. Everything that is, it's a it's a great beer, but it's definitely not a juice bomb. But yeah, no, that's actually not not too bad. Like I know what I would give it. I know what I would rate it. But um, what, one thing I'm finding as I drink more of this beer is the coconut flavor is building over time. Like as the other chocolate gets washed away, I feel like it's still the the coconut sustaining. And the more I drink, the more coconut flavor I get. Right. Yeah, sometimes you need that with, like, those more subtle hidden flavors. Like, well, I mean, of course, getting warmer helps, too. But uh, the more you have it, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I do get a little bit of something on that. So, cool. Well, I just thought I would say that because I know you said, Chris, that you got more coconut the second sip. Right. I wasn't sure if Dana had the same. Yeah, it. I mean, it doesn't scream coconut to me, but I have, like, a really, like, I feel like bad palate. Um as whispering coconut to you yeah but it's, it's <laughs> tropical to me so coconut. i think the citrus and the coconut coconut <laughs> i was like what's happening is popcorn eating again yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean honestly it's it's not too bitter for me which is usually my biggest issue with an ipa is i don't like it when they get really bitter yeah yeah 
So, um, I know you don't have an untapped. Dana, Dana doesn't have an untapped, so... Uh, Dana, let's get on this. Let, Dana, let's get on this. <laughs> I told her, I'm like, you probably should. She'd probably have a couple hundred beers logged by now. Um, especially back... back Pre-kids. Pre Pre-kids. Pre <laughs> um, <laughs> back least, in my drinking days. BCJ? Yeah, yeah BCJ. Um, but yeah, before kids, you'd probably have a couple hundred beers. You'd probably be closing in on 250 beers, if I had to guess. Um... Anyways, so on a scale of say zero to five, uh, what do you think? Breaking bro- broken down into quarter ratings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, the people of Untapped would would think of well, this? Should I well, what is she first? gonna say? Yeah, no, we gotta well, have. I, I I'll give my rating as well, but I want you to go first. I don't want you to be tainted by my all right more expert opinion. Well, for like me, I would rate this like probably like a three seven five. Because, like, I think I appreciate the beer, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to have it again or order it again. But I feel like the untapped verse is that the right term? Nice lingo. I like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what we call it. Someone's a listener. (laughs) Coined coined by this podcast. TM, TM, TM. Um, So I think they would rate this. um, Should I say it now or should I let you rate yours? I got my guess. I think get it in your head. Yeah, you both have it in your head. So we're not saying our guess yet? Okay, no. Okay, so I would give this a three and a half. Okay. Which is solid for what it is. Um, I was between a 325 and a three and a half, but it's a better beer than a 325. So it deserves a, I think it deserves a three and a half for me because of the coconut. Obviously, that's minus a couple points, but it is a good beer. Very, very surprised. Shout out to uh, ex co host Hud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Current and uh, what is it? Future. Future. Current. For, future. Former, present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Co-host Todd, uh, thank you for the this beer. It's actually, it, it's 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 a solid one. So I give it a three and a half. And I know what I would give. I think I know what the untapped verse gives us. You think you know. I think I know exactly. <laughs> Whoa. I think this is the time. I think we're, ge- <laughs> I think we're getting it today. That would be big. Okay. Imagine yeah. if Dana well. gets, I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> i know i was thinking about that too i'm like I should have what's cheated. gonna happen when one of us whoever gets it isn't one of the regular co-hosts i know right i should have cheated just to have that moment but i thought i was drinking a stout and this is not a stout so no no surprise honestly i think if it was a stout it would be way worse for me i think i yeah. think i think because you have to rely more on those flavors in a stout like i think it would it would have been worse but anyways yeah so, i think you would hate the beer i'm drinking probably so out of 522 check-ins. Okay. What do you think the Coconut Express from Barreled Souls Souls Brewing Company rates? You go first. All right. I think people like it. I'm going to go with like a (laughs) 3.81. Okay. I think they like it even more. Uh, And I think Barreled Souls has a little bit of hot pipe to it up in the main New England. Uh, So I think it's going to be a 4.12. Very interesting guess. Well, Dana is woman of the people this week. Damn it. You got to give us your best honk. Honk, 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 I still got my beer to go. That's true. I forgot. Oh, okay. She's she's in the lead. She's in the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Unhonk, unhonk, unhonk. (laughs) Um, 3.67 is the untapped average. Oh, damn. Okay. Not a huge fan. I did not expect that. Okay. Hmm. I gave it a four, but. Okay. It was doing it for me, I guess. I guess <laughs> I have a thing for coconut beers. I'm very surprised unless everybody goes in there like, I hate coconut. What do you got? <laughs> Give oh, me the coconut you beer. You got 20 beers? I'll take the coconut one. 
Well, I, I think a lot of people are picked it up. Like I didn't think I thought it was a stout as well with a name like uh, Coconut, Coconut Express. Express. Yeah. And so I, when I poured it and it was an IPA, I was like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. So it was good, <laughs> but it was. If you're not an IPA person, I could see that really bringing the average down. You know. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's my well, theory. That that's probably the farthest anybody has been off. I was off by like 0.5. <laughs> I was going to rate it a little bit higher, but I brought it down like well, last minute. And apparently I, I have no idea. More, I have so. no idea what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so I will be yeah. replacing Chris. There, there you go. Yep. Perfect. Yep. There you go. All right. I'm going to go stream now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dana. Do you mind? I need to use the computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess now that we got that over with, I can go finally. Finally. Now that we got all those pesky coconuts out of the way. Right. Ew, coca butt. See what I did there? Uh, so I am drinking. Oh, and by the way, I want to apologize because I, I noticed like 20 minutes in that I had the wrong input in. So that's why we sound better, I hope. <laughs> um, but so this is a beer that was given to me from my older brother when I was up in Connecticut. It's a relatively new brewery, and he actually knows the 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 head the brewer owner. I guess he had his beers when he was still like brewing in his garage a while a, like a while ago. So he gave me uh, a four a mixed four pack or a mixed six pack or something of of these beers, and I've I've had a few. I may have already had this beer, but I don't remember it. So this is what we're going with. Uh, but it is Great Awakening Brewing Company's. Spoon Bender Imperial Stout, and this actually huh. is a stout. <laughs> I've never heard of them. They're up in Westfield, Mass. Did you guys share one of their beers at Tud's house? I don't. I thought. I don't know. I thought me and Tud had it at the Airbnb. Oh, maybe. And I, I had a couple different kinds. I just don't remember. I, I mean, Obert may have been there. I don't remember. But um, it was all a drunken blur. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of beer. A lot of beer. So Spoon Bender. Is an imperial stout conditioned on cocoa nibs, hand-processed Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans, and one of our favorite coffee varieties. So, it sounds delicious. It does sound yummy. And it's uh, 8.7% alcohol. So, a little, actually a little tame on the the ABV, ABV. For, uh, yeah. for imperial. Oh, shit. Chris, poor. I spill bad. I did the bad spill. I did a bad spill. I can't do this spill at all. All right. So I got it poured. Does it nice... look like you could bend a spoon in it? Um, it is. It's got. It's, it is a billion SRM, as we like to say on the podcast. A uh, little bit of head. The head is bubbling more than I like my stouts. I like a little bit less bubbles. Hello, thank you. Um, not whether or not that will translate. Who knows? Some nice lacing, as you like to say. Yeah, some lacing. Some lacing there. So on the smell taste, I do get a lot of the some bitterness from the from the chocolate, but more more so the coffee. I get a lot of coffee on the nose. So I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a banger. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. That's what the kids it's, say. Uh, the description made it sound like a banger. Yeah, so. yeah. So let's let's see let's see what this uh, what this goes for. That is very good. That's a very very good beer. I was worried it was gonna be too carbonated but it's not it's actually it's it's not velvety smooth but it's like uh whatever slightly less the next thing down yeah whatever the next thing down is so like like velour yeah 
Sure. The pleather, the pleather of velvet. The pleather, the pleather of velvet. <laughs> yes, whatever pleather is to to velvet. Um, but it is it is smoother than I thought it was going to be, which is nice. Um, it's got a little bit of bitterness from like the chocolate, but it's very like the vanilla and the coffee work really well together. Um, and it's just it's a lot of flavor, a lot of flavor in this beer. Um, very good though. The head is completely gone now. Maybe corduroy would be a step down from velvet. <laughs> a nice corduroy. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a very, very solid stout. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what else to say. I mean, I know it said bourbon vanilla beans, but I don't get a ton of bourbon taste on them. Um, It's more so uh, a little bit of bitterness from the chocolate, and then you get hit with some coffee, and and then it tails off, and it kind of gets curbed by that vanilla at the end. It's very, very good. Um, I mean, Dana, do you want to... I, I definitely do, but I always ask you this question first. Would I like it? Yeah, I think you would. I, I think you would like this. All so, right. I mean, I could be wrong because you like coconut. It is smooth like corduroy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> smooth as corduroy. Is silk smoother than velvet? I think so. Mm. Okay, so that would be yeah. too. That would be. That would even be like smoother. You wouldn't even have to swallow; it just like slides down your throat. Yeah. That gives me. Um, libation propaganda memories. Right. Which is, mm. for those of you that don't know, which I don't know if you would, but that's like Dana's all-time favorite stout is libation propaganda, which is amazing and has been on the podcast a very long time ago. That's my favorite. Like, that's my, that was the beer that got me into drinking beer. Was it? Yes. I think we all have a beer like that. I guess. You know? That okay. was like, that was the first beer that I had that I was like, I could drink this up like. Beer's good. Is beer. Good. Beer is good. Beer. beer is good and stuff. Yeah. Um, this, I think, is smoother than that. I agree. That one's a little bit more bitter and a little more coffee. Yep. But this one is very, very good. Right. Well, that's because, uh, and, you know, this has the vanilla, which will smooth it, all that stuff out, versus Libation Propaganda not having that. So, um, now, I, I've given Libation Propaganda fives before, and I'm not going to do that with this beer. Um, and <laughs> We've even, evolved. We've evolved, yes. It's been a long time. Um, but this is a very, very good beer. Uh, West, I've had a few of, 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 their, of their beers now. Um, the Great Awakening Brewing. And I have not been disappointed. They have been very good. So if you're in that area and you want to send me some or whatever, or Wayne, if you're listening, like <laughs> you can hook me up with some more. Um, they've been very good. I mean, I've had a couple IPAs and some sours. Like They've been doing a lot of really good stuff. So He can um, send a couple of those for me. See, there you go. Even Dana likes this one. Um, so, yeah, um, I know what I'm going to... I don't know how we want to do this. I know what I'm going to give it on untapped. Um, do you want to? Do you want to venture a guess first, or should I go first because it's my beer? Yeah, well, you what should would go you rate it? Your beer. Yeah, okay. tell us what your rating is. So my rating, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Um, it's very oh, good. Damn. Yeah, it's very good. Um, That's really good. Yeah, it's. I think if it were to be barrel aged or something, it will give it that extra bump to push it up to like four seven five status. But like as just like a like a coffee chocolate beer, like this is. This is one of the better ones I've had, so um, so that's that's good on you. <laughs> yeah, if I were to rate this, if I had an untapped, um, I would give that a four seven five. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, to me, it sounded like a very plain stout, if that makes sense. Like, okay, coffee, vanilla, chocolate. Like, yeah, they did it. But well, it sounds though. like they really knocked it out of the park. 
And I feel like a lot of times when you get a stout and it's got like a mile long list, you're almost disappointed because you don't taste the nutmeg or something in it. Yeah. Whereas this is like the basic kind of. Right. I mean, I think that's true because, you know, if I see like, oh man, this is a peanut butter chocolate bomb, blah, blah, blah. Like my expectations of it's going to be through the roof. Whereas this is like, oh, it sounds like it's going to be a really good stout. And it just is a really good stout. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't think the Untappedverse is going to think it's, I mean, I think it's, it'll be high, but I don't think if they have enough check-ins, I don't know if they do. But <laughs> More than seven? More than seven, maybe. Um I don't think it's going to be too crazy high. I think it'll be I think it'll be I think it'll be a 4.07. That's my guess. I'm going to go under that. I'm going to do a 3.85. Okay, well, I, I think maybe Todd is man of the people again this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what do we do? How bad um, is it? Only 124 check-ins. Okay. But it's a really high average. It's a 4.23. Oh, that is wow. very high. Okay, yeah. so so they're more on board with us then. Okay. Yeah. It, and they have I, Untapped categorizes it as a double milk imperial stout. Hmm. I don't know what a double milk stout. What what makes Well, it's it like a double? milk stout, but double it. Double milk. <laughs> like if you're lactose intolerant, you should not drink Definitely this don't drink twice. That. Um, yeah. I don't I mean, I guess it doesn't say anything about lactose being added to it, but that doesn't necessarily. No, oh no, it is. actually does. It, there it is. Contains oh. lactose. It says it right uh, underneath the ABV, though. They hid it in there. They hid it in there. That explains some of the smoothness. Mm. Okay. Well, I good. really like lactose. When when Obert was like, I think Tud's man of the people. I was like, oh, it's a two point eight like four. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I guess it only 123 check-ins, but people really liked it. It's a so. very, it's a very, very solid beer. So we I'm had glad. some bangers on today's episode. I know. Dang. Okay, we did pretty good. We did pretty yeah. good. Um, How do you guys only do one beer? I want to review more beers. You want to do more beers? <laughs> uh, well, calm down. <laughs> you haven't even made it through. Also, the, you can we made... trade? No. This is a good beer. This isn't bad. I know. So drink it. That's better. Yeah, but I don't like coconut. <laughs> That's like a whole half a point better on the untapped average. Mm. Mm. I'm surprised by that, though. I'm I am surprised. So now that we got the drinking out of the way, we have to we have to settle something. <laughs> we have to settle a little bit of a. I, I mean, disagreement. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. So today was CJ's third birthday. Yeah. So we had to do the whole. We did the whole. We had to. We did the whole birthday thing, and uh, he wanted cupcakes. So cupcakes were, he didn't want regular cake, he wanted cupcakes. So daddy made cupcakes. So we were going to ice the cupcakes and Dana was like, oh, I bought chocolate and vanilla frosting for chocolate cupcakes, okay? Yeah. And my thing was, why did you bother with vanilla frosting? (laughs) Well, first of all, CJ at one point said vanilla. Yeah, but that was that was surrounded by a million chocolates. Like, <laughs> you have to kind of read between the lines on that one. He's three. Like, <laughs> so for our listeners, Chris and Danny used to have a podcast called Marital Discord where they would do this exact thing, <laughs> where they would pick opposing sides. Chris would come down with a very hard, controversial stance. Um, I was normally on the Dana side. Of uh, of Meryl Discord, and I think I am on this one as oh, well. Come on. Thank you. But Meryl Discord, you don't have a referee, so I'm just going <laughs> to step back. 
no, and let I mean, Dana I... make her own case here. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, let's, let's hear this. Okay, so you made a very rich chocolate cake. It wasn't that rich in chocolate. It was a chocolate cupcake. It, it was a chocolate cupcake. But... It was delicious. It was moist. It was chocolatey. Ladies and Obert of the jury. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like a vanilla frosting would balance them out well. Not to the point where I was going to only do vanilla, but I was going to mix it up and do some vanilla and some chocolate. But like chocolate is like just superior in every way like i would do chocolate on chocolate on if there was a way to fit a third chocolate thing on there i would have oh and you did you put chocolate chips in some of them well see there you go (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that panned out as well as i thought it was going to i'm glad i didn't do all of them yeah the chocolate chips didn't really add anything to the cake but i next year it'll be chocolate lava cupcakes yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's fine, but like I made you eat all the vanilla ones <laughs> before you went to the chocolate ones. Before I frosted them, Chris warned me that I couldn't eat any of the chocolate frosted cupcakes until I ate all of the vanilla chocolate frosted What? Well, hang on. <laughs> so what did CJ think? He wanted the chocolate. Yeah, he did eat one vanilla one. This he is did true. eat one vanilla one, but I think it was because it think, was the closest one to him. Yeah, or okay. <laughs> or being brainwashed because mommy does that sometimes, brainwashes CJ against me. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced. I definitely go out of my way to make sure he likes things you don't. I know. I don't know why. Like, you give him ketchup and stuff. It's gross. Yeah, why are you uh, trying to make your son like a well-rounded eater? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I guess vanilla frosting to me is like... Cheese it, pizza? It's like... Yeah, kind of. It's kind of a waste. It's like, why Why do you exist? It's like you're almost fro- you're almost real frosting, but you didn't quite get there. You know? Like, you're just like, eh, I give up. I didn't want to mix the chocolate into the vanilla. I don't know how they make frosting. Actually, I do, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, just- if it was... I don't think they really have vanilla cake. Usually it's vanilla frosting. But if it was a vanilla cupcake, Chris, would you, how would you feel about putting chocolate frosting on it? I would, 100%. So how is that much But different? he would never choose the vanilla cake. Right. Right. Well, right. no, that's not... Well, mm, no, probably not. But if there were... Like, if someone else made cupcakes and they were vanilla and they had chocolate frosting and vanilla frosting, I don't know why you do vanilla and vanilla. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, but, I mean, I don't, I don't dislike <laughs> vanilla or well, vanilla cupcakes. Not vanilla cake. What is it? Not just, just cake. I guess yellow like, cake. Reg- yeah. Yellow cake. It's not really yeah. vanilla, vanilla flavored. Yeah, yeah, it's not vanilla. But is the equivalent to cheese pizza to you? What? If it's the only thing that's available, you'll eat it. But it's kind of a waste, and you'd rather have the. Real There's thing. a reason why they call plain things vanilla. This is that is true. See? You know, and that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I mean, I guess write in. Let us know. Listeners. You, listeners. We need you. We need you I'll on this. I'll actually respond to the Discord. Oh, yeah. Or join the Discord. Yes. And uh, let us know how you feel. Like, And it's like, it's not, it's chocolate. Generally, it's chocolate versus vanilla. That's how it works. So, I mean, you're going to lose. This is one I think I can win. But I think there's only one way to solve this. And that's, Chris, you just started a new job. You got to show up one day with like, 40 cupcakes, 20 Ooh. of them vanilla frosted, 20 chocolate frosted, and just sit there and watch the box. <laughs> and just see 
<laughs> which one runs out first? Count count which ones count which ones, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately I would eat like all the chocolate. <laughs> you can't put me near a box of cupcakes and not expect me to eat. You all make of them. a dozen extra chocolate ones to eat them in the car before you start your shift. <laughs> but yeah, let us let us know what you think uh, on the the cupcake debacle of twenty twenty. The only, really, the only bad thing that happened in 2020 was that. Was and me putting vanilla frosting yeah, on the cake. That was the, the worst, worst part, part of, of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mentioned it, that's the worst part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to look back years from now and be like, 2020, oh yeah, I remember CJ's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you what a way be- to start I'll, your third year. I'll be telling CJ in a few years, you won't believe it. Your mom put... <laughs> Vanilla frosting on your cupcakes. And then he'll want to move out. Like, ah, see? See what you did to our family. Maybe you shouldn't tell him yet. You gotta wait till he's old enough to be able to handle it without moving out. <laughs> wait till he's already moved out, and then you can tell him. <laughs> oh, Lord. But anyways, yeah. So that was basically what Marital Discord was. And uh, I do miss it, but we have no time to do anything because we have so many children and things. So. And cats. And cats. A so lot many of cats. I learned on this podcast. <laughs> Too many cats. Um, well, before we get into handles, I uh, saw something come across my phone the other day, and that's uh, Untapped's 2020 Year in Review. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah. I don't know. Clearly, Dana, you didn't see the sudden you're untapped because you don't have <laughs> one. But um, you could go in and look at your own personal highlights of, you know, your ratings for the year. So I... Um, you know, I gave up on Untapped pretty quickly in 2020. 2019, <laughs> I tried pretty hard. 2020, I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna untap this." So, only 69 check-ins for me. Nice. This year. Nice. You planned it that way. Yeah, I did. Um, let's see if I can see what my some of my highest-rated ones on here. 46 breweries, 36 different styles, and that's all I can tell you. I can't tell you <laughs> my highest-rated beer of the year. But I do know what it was. Um, it was the the rusty nail from oh, that was my favorite beer of the year, which I have sitting on the other side of the desk. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, you got to tell me when you have that one because oh, I will. Oh, I will. That was a pretty good one. Um, do you want to share any of your numbers, Chris? Yeah, I mean, it's it honestly, honestly, not a great year. I not feel a- like it would be really cool to compare to other years. Right. I, I mean, really, got to get back into form. Going into 2021. Uh, And, like, it's one of those things where I've really kind of... Because I'm, like, I'm always, like, streaming or doing something... Or doing the podcast or something. I'm, like, always forgetting to check in my beers. Yeah. Which is... Which is bad. I shouldn't do that because I've definitely had more than this. But I've I've checked in 298 times in 2020. That's solid. Well, it's, like, half of what I did last year. Oh, like a yeah. third of last year, isn't it? No, I think I did just over 600. Okay. So, um, but of those 298 check-ins, 295 of them are unique. So, you know, still hung on to that. And and I've also tasted 131 different breweries. So that's, wow. a, that's a widespread. That's not yeah. too bad. Um, now, this is a funny one. It says, seems like root beer was your favorite this year, as this was your top style, hard seltzer. So apparently, <laughs> apparently I like root beer, um, but I did like all these hard seltzer packs that I was going through. I was like, I guess I've checked in 77 hard seltzers this year. Holy so. crap. <laughs> that's a lot of, that's know. like, 
a lot of your check-ins. I it's guess though, a lot. there's like a quarter if of them. it's a mixed pack, right? There's I like mean, four flavors in a mixed pack. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like it, couldn't do like samplers it, at the breweries this year. That's that's where that's where all my mass numbers come in. Is just the samplers, you know, like going through and ah oh, man, I miss it. I miss it. But you know, here's to 2021. Hopefully, everything is going to be better. Yeah, or something. Uh, yeah, hopefully not worse. God, I hope not. <laughs> we also have a baby this year, which makes going out hard, even if that is true. the NFL CBA wasn't a thing. That is true, yeah. yeah. So we did have, so we had Lucas five months ago. So Lucas turns five months tomorrow. So, woohoo. Yeah, I know. Crazy. That sounded like CJ's woohoo. Woohoo. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever CJ, uh, he's like, I'm like, oh, you want to watch octonauts or something he's like yeah wahoo like every- <laughs> he has like the third jump from mario 64 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes he says it really quiet like i'm like yeah woohoo like i don't know it's just really funny <laughs> well i also have on here the uh top checked in beers from 2020 all on all of untapped oh which i thought might be fun to go through oh okay yeah really quickly um some you would expect some you wouldn't uh, number 10 is Hazy Little Thing from Sierra Nevada, which, uh, you know, it's pretty ha- hazy. That's pretty much everywhere. Yep. Nine is Stella Artois. Okay. Ooh. Eight, Miller Lite. Interesting. <laughs> that makes sense. I assume yep. it's a lot of these macros. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, actually, that's the last, the only one on of the, the three big light beers. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So do you guys think it's because people were trying Miller Lite for the first time? Or did they, I, like, start with untapped and Miller Lite was their go-to? I, I don't know. It's, uh, mm-hmm. this is what they said. It says that of all the beer brands in the U.S., this is the top checked-in macro brewery beer from the U.S. in the light lager category in 2020. It beat out Bud Light and Coors Light in terms of check-in volume with over 81,000 check-ins. It was seventh last year, eighth this year. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I did not expect that. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, Miller released three new light formulas in, t- in 2008, an amber, a blonde, and a wheat beer. It was called the Miller Light Brewer- Brewer's Collection, but it didn't stick around for very long. Interesting. Hmm. Um, s- next ones, next year are kind of surprising to me. Seven is um, a beer from Belgium called Triple Carmelite. Um, it said it's big outside okay. the U.S., uh, pretty popular in Belgium, obviously. Belgium. Uh, six, uh, Elvis Juice from Brewdog. I've seen Brewdog a lot on these okay. lists. I think, again, that's a, I don't know, it must be popular internationally because it seems like a lot of people buy this beer and I don't think craft beer people are into Brewdog all that much. I don't know. If you think Is they're great. Is that the hotel thing? No? Just kidding? Cut that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I do know. I don't remember. I don't. I know there is a beer hotel. Jenna went there, but I can't. Yeah, remember it, it might be. You're right. It um, might be. It might be Brewdog. But we. By the way, the Miller Lite average is a two point four eight. This oh, one from okay. Elvis Juice from Brewdog is a three seven five. So pretty popular. Heineken's number five with a two point nine three um, average on here, but um, it was number three last year. So Heineken still in our top ten. Four, I think, is another one that. The people on this podcast would all probably drink, which is the Lagunitas IPA. Yeah. Okay. Standard. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, three is interesting, surprising to me. This beer was eighth last year, jumped all the way up to third. Any guesses what it could be? 
Hmm. It's a very 2020 beer. <laughs> I, don't, I got nothing. I Cor- was trying to... Oh, oh. oh Corona. <laughs> Corona <laughs> Extra. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yep. guess... That's yeah. Funny. Well, I mean, it's on everybody's brain, you know? It's good marketing. You can't help but think about Corona. <laughs> um, number two, Punk IPA by BrewDog. Another one from them. Another BrewDog. Yeah, another BrewDog. And number one, um, with third year in a row with first place, 164,000 check-ins in 2020. Uh, first beer to ever hit 1 million check-ins on Untapped. Um the most check-ins for any beer at all. Thoughts? Guesses? Uh, I was going to say, I, I was thinking like Boston Lager or something like that, but I have no idea. Yeah. Now, Guinness. Uh, Guinness is number one. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Probably should have went that way. Yeah. They even shout out on this list, uh, Guinness super fan, Chris H., who has over 24,000 check-ins. <laughs> Oh, Guinness. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the heck? So this guy, instead of going for distinct beers, he's doing the same he's beers at distinct locations. Just I guess Guinness. so. <laughs> That's a lot of Guinness. I mean, Chris, you have more check-ins. You and Tud at least have more check-ins than anyone I know. You two combined don't have close to 24,000. No, not even close. That's every beer. Well, that's every beer, but I, I bet if you have Tud checked every single one of his Bud Lights, yeah. then... Then this list would be vastly different. Yeah. And they would be talking about Tud. <laughs> they also Have, say on here that it's um, the most commonly misspelled beer with 13 different variations on Untapped. <laughs> That's, that makes sense. You know, G U I N N E S S. There's a lot of things you could misspell there. <laughs> I know. A lot of, lot of different letters going back All and letters. forth. All letters. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. Okay, you know, it's I would, I guess I would. I, I'm not surprised by Guinness, but like, it's not what I would. It's not I thought what I thought of. I think yeah. for me, it was like when you said Guinness, it's like right international. Yeah, a worldwide. Like, that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. also true. If yeah. I think just you know U.S., then like a Boston Lager probably makes well more sense. Apparently, there's this dude checking. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> 24,000 of them. He's really pumping those numbers up. <laughs> He's really into Guinness. He's got, he must have an Instagram. We have to check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Chris H. Chris H. Oh, if you're a listener. Definitely a listener. I'm sure you are. <laughs> right in. Yeah. I mean, why? What? Like, are, do you think they're all the same number? Do you think he's like, oh, this one was only a 4.75 today? <laughs> Bad batch. Two degrees warmer than usual. I don't know. I'm like really, I don't know, Chris H on Untapped. Yeah, <laughs> this dude there's is. There's probably only one Chris H. There's probably only one. He's the only one. They don't allow anybody else to you sign just up. Go on Guinness, click on most recent check-ins, and just scroll till you find him. So, that, yeah. oh, that's true. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good tactic there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. So, long story short, we'll get Tud's numbers, and we'll pl- we'll 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 have to report back on that. But long story short, DAWF podcast has to has to step it up in 2021. Only yeah. Guinness. Only Guinness. Only Guinness. The year yeah. of Guinness. That's this it. Week Our podcast Guinness. is going to be us reviewing three Guinnesses a week, every episode, <laughs> the whole year. <laughs> so I got another list here of the top breweries. If you want to go through that a little quick, quickly here, yeah, we got time. Yeah, let's run through it. We got it. Well, who cares? It's, we're going long. It's fine. Uh, the listeners want to know. They're Everybody clamoring. Know. They're clamoring for this know. list. I love these things. I'm curious. I'm, uh, yeah, listicles. They they get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll start at number ten. 
here again. Most checked in breweries. Number ten, Lagunitas. Not Makes super sense. surprising. They they had that IPA in the last list. Number nine, Bell's Brewery with their okay. Two Hearted. You know, I yep. see them everywhere all across America. So not super surprising. With um four hundred fifty six thousand check ins this year, Goose Island number eight. Makes um, sense. Yep, they were they were in seventh last year, so they slipped a spot. But you know, Tud again, I'm sure has helping them out. <laughs> New Belgium number seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, number six, I thought it would be, i surprised it's this high up, but Stone Brewing Company. I didn't think, I don't see them as much as I used to. But, but they all have, they have those those drink buys, right? Yeah. So a, that's going to up their check-ins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't true. know. Stone, Stone's solid. I mean, and I, you can get them pretty much anywhere, I think. Yeah. Maybe not Montana. I know I see him down here. Yeah, but. I'm sure. I, I, I maybe they just like blend into the background with me because I don't. See, yeah, you know. But they said that in 2020 they had tr- over 1,209 different beers checked in from Stone. Stone. Damn, which is crazy. That's a, that's a lot. I mean, wow. I'm sure they weren't making that many this year, but over the years, you know, people have had them in their fridge and are just checking them in now. Right. But 1,209 from a single brewery? That's wild. How am I supposed to catch them all? I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five, a place we've been to, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, over 606,000 check-ins. And again, 1,039 different beers checked in from Sierra Nevada. Damn. So very wow. prolific brewers. So many. Yeah. Those great big brew houses, though, like... They can try so many different things. Yeah, it yeah. helps, I'm sure. Um, four is Founders. Um, nice, okay. Yeah. That's a little surprising because I know they were in hot water, like, oh, yeah. at the end of 2019. Oh, I didn't there, hear about that. It was the whole, there was, it was a whole kerfluffle in the national news about it. And, like, uh, people were like, we're never drinking there ever again. Clearly America, not. we're looking at you. <laughs> Although they were third last year. so Okay, so they, they took a hit. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they're opening a new brewery in Detroit, a new location. So. Oh, nice. Apparently, they I retired like their CBS this year. Yeah, they did. That's sad. Yeah. I don't know why. It was so good. It was. Be- it was better than their breakfast stuff. Founders, listen, you done messed up. Yeah. Let's get on this. You did. You did it bad because it was really good. Number three, I'm really shocked by Other Half Brewing Company out of Brooklyn. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Considering. Huh. I went there and they were just like a little warehouse in New York and I was saw no one in line. I'm shocked that they are the third most popular check-in. But, you know, New York, lots of people. They opened a location in the Finger Lakes and also in D.C. Oh, okay. And they started shipping beer directly to consumers. I didn't know that. So maybe yeah. I can get them here. Yeah, oh. I mean, their distribution network grew a lot this year. Um, did it? Does it say where they were last year? Uh, they were five last year, so they jumped okay, so up a couple spots. There's a lot of hop hype with them, right? Like they're pretty sought after, so I'm sure when for they... sure. And they're and they're a really good brewery. I mean, their yeah. beer's delicious. So well, Ted and I both talked about how when we went there, it was just an overwhelming number of different beers that they brewed, and mm. they have the most of any brewery in this top ten list with 1,303 different beers checked in. Wow! Holy crap! Which is because like the other ones have been around for years. Right, right. You know, other half I have, I feel like they're pretty new. But number two, our one of our frenemy breweries of the podcast, Treehouse. Treehouse, hey. Not surprising. 
Nope. Makes sense. They're yeah. good. But Do you uh untapped if you hadn't had a treehouse? I probably I honestly uh I may have had one in Connecticut, but I don't No, like you have to have a treehouse beer to be able to log into Untapped, right? It's a requirement. You gotta oh, scan the barcode oh, to create saying. an account. You're, I see yeah. what you're saying, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they do make a good point in this list. They say, you know, they don't have a tap room open right now. They're only doing to-go ordering. They don't distribute, and they're still number two on the list. So That's, It's unreal. It really is unreal. It just proves if you build it, they will come. Yeah, for sure. Well, the scarcity, like the... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Hard it's, to come by. Like, people travel from across the world to go to a treehouse or you got to know somebody who knows somebody who lives nearby you know? right yeah. right yeah like and i mean obviously we've all had treehouse beers very good very good but of course still we have a if we had a, we were in a relationship with them on facebook we got to check the it's complicated it's complicated right we <laughs> we love you but we hate some of the ways you treat us yeah we just can't we, we just, keep coming back yeah we, exactly yeah, but, we, but we're, yeah I understand it. I understand it now, ladies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, number one isn't surprising if you're paying attention to the last list at all. Get us. Nope. Brew Dog. Oh. Yeah. They had two. Yeah, they had two on it. That's right. That's weird. Guinness didn't even, despite Chris H's best efforts, Guinness didn't even make <laughs> I guess the not. top ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brew Dog. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And that guess, is the hotel. I did look that up. Okay. I guess they're also from Scotland. I didn't know that. So, oh. but they're not an American brewery. <laughs> Probably why it's so popular and yet we're like, huh? Brewdog? Who? Yeah. You know. Interesting. I feel like they got in trouble too. I don't remember that. Wasn't it them that hired that was like, oh, we're going to hire an intern? And then they took all their ideas. And they then did. They, yeah. They were yeah. also the brewery that got in trouble. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, so many trouble, troublesome breweries. Um, and I don't want to go through the whole list, but I was looking. There's a one of these, I think, for each state as well. Oh. And I will say number two in Connecticut, I believe, uh, was Fox Farm. Yeah. So yeah. really surprising considering the number of incredible breweries that, you know, distribute in Connecticut that we don't, you know, to get them as number two is really surprising but also good on them you know definitely yeah like listen i'm telling you if you're if you're one of those people worldwide that's going to travel to treehouse just drive an extra hour and a half and go to fox farm well worth it or if you listen to any literally any any episode of this podcast (laughs) well that's cool i mean that was that's very very interesting i like i like we love lists here on drinking alone with friends so um i just here, have have your half a headset back. Yours <laughs> is too strong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, strong ears. But yeah, going through the list, we I think we definitely have checked in one beer from each of the top ten on the podcast. Um, so we we apparently drink good Connecticut beer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go us. Go us. Cool. Um, but I think it's that time of the episode where we um, pull out. For the last time in 2020, our wow. frosty mug of the year. Where we I know. It's crazy. We fill it with a whole year of wisdom in one, in one mug. We have maybe some Christmas presents, maybe some <laughs> frosting techniques, maybe, um, I don't know, rest stops across America. We'll find out <laughs> this week on uh, our hit segment, The Handles, that 
we drink along with. No, it's called Three Hands Under Boston. <laughs> 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 Three handles that we drink who, a little who bit. Who was man of the people? Who was who? Uh, who won man of the Todd. people? Todd. <laughs> Todd won man of the people. So as guest, Dana, you get to you get to choose your honorary woman of the people. I choose Christy first. Why? <laughs> because you need as much time as you can get, and I don't want to give it to you. Well, that's just mean. Now we just have to sit here for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I think no, actually, I do have one. Um, oh, I know, I know. So this is something that I we got CJ for Christmas, and he actually received more for his birthday. Different um, planets, different moon planet lights. <laughs> yeah, different moon planet. We got a Mars, we got a Venus, and uh, it's awesome. No, so um, I wanted to get him a remote control car, RC car for for his for Christmas. So we bought him like one, like a cheapo one, because he's three, you know. Two buttons. Two buttons. Forward, backwards, left, and right. That's right. Wait, that's um, four buttons. <laughs> okay, well, so it's, two, it's Joy-Cons. Jo- yeah. Two Joy-Cons. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Oh, so it's more than just a button. Okay. Oh, yeah, the Joy-Cons. You can actually control it. So, um, so we bought him one, and we were playing with it the other day. It was a ton of fun. And But my ma got him a set of two... Remember, like, back in the day when Sidewinder came out? Like, the, the one that flipped and the, the wheels flipped back and forth? <sighs> I forgot and, like, about they, that commercial. <laughs> right yeah so it's basically like two they came in a pack of two two mini sidewinders so we could each have our own basically this gift was for chris but it came <laughs> for cj's birthday yeah and um I, let me tell you what being a 32 year old person playing with your son and uh and driving around these rc cars it's still a ton of fun we were having some fun like chasing around the cats and like <laughs> you know and like um we would uh he would run a, like run away from it because the one we we bought him is shaped like a shark so he'd be like run away <laughs> so he'd run away from the shark and you know it was just it's so much fun and uh being able to do that with my son it's just just an added bonus so if you haven't yet like you can get some for dirt cheap i don't know how much the ones uh my mom bought were but it's a two set so if you have a a significant other or a, or a child or whatever and you guys just want to hang out i'm t- i'm promising you they're they are fun <laughs> they're still a, fun a friend who's 30 years younger than you <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you just hang out with toddlers and like you know want, looking for something to do yeah. um but yeah no th- so there you go there's there's my 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 handle that i shared with cj and it's it was a lot of fun we and we will continue to have fun because they're they're pretty cool. <laughs> Very so nice. take that. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. it's sitting right over there, and I could see it. It wasn't a shopping app. It wasn't. It was not it a wasn't. shopping I, app. I, I'm holding on to those. <laughs> Actually, I do have more. The next two weeks. <laughs> Watch out, world! Here comes the shopping Watch apps. Out. Do you like saving money? Uh, so, Dana, do you want to go next, or should I go next? I'll go next because mine's kind of lame. 
So you want to sandwich it in the middle. I see. Yeah, I don't want to end on my <laughs> note. <laughs> Hopefully yours is good. Hers, um, hers is regular, just matchbox cars. Yeah. No. Um, so mine, um, I needed a new laptop for work. It, mine's from like 2013 or so. And it was like, it couldn't even handle the regular Wi-Fi. It had to be on like the 2G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like a Morse code. Beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Not even dial up. Exactly. So uh, it was time. And, you know, Chris is my tech guy. And he, we were going back and forth. I didn't want to spend a ton of money. But, like, did I really need a whole, like, computer? Um, because I really just work out of, like, Chromebook or um Chromecast, Chrome, Google Chrome, 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 Chrome. It's your favorite color. (laughs) So I went with a Chrome book. Um, So we ended up saving money compared to like a regular laptop. Um, But I, I really love it. I'm able to do everything that I wanted to do with it. I haven't found the perfect email app yet. I'm still working on one that I really like there. Uh, But otherwise I'm able to get everything I need to get done. It's so thin and light especially compared to the brick that I had. <laughs> um, so it's a little bit lame, but we were a little nervous to go with the Chromebooks. We weren't sure if I was going to be able to handle everything I did for work. Sure. And it has. Oh, look, um, that's good. Yeah. like Yeah. So that's my handle. All your programs, well, they work. Well, everything's out of the web browser. So I didn't really Yeah. It's not like you're doing like QuickBooks or anything power. like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do, but I use QuickBooks online. Oh, okay. So, look at that. It's big, all good. Big brain moves. <laughs> yeah. I don't use any programs that I like. couldn't. I mean, there's an app for just about anything anyway. So. Sure. There's an app for that. It was really weird like picking one out because I, I, I was hesitant. I never really looked into Chromebooks, even though I worked at Best Buy. And you're, but you're also while. like a big Google person. You're like Android mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure, yes, I do. I do like the Android. But like everything I'm reading, I'm like, oh, that's not a lot of power. But like I had to be like, okay, she doesn't need... A 3.5 gigahertz. It's still like, going to be you know, 10 it's, times it's more like, powerful than your laptop from 2000 and late. Right. Yeah. So, so that was, that was the biggest hurdle. I'm like, well, or we could get this gaming laptop for like $2,400. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. I'm glad she likes it. And it, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Like it's big, it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. So anywho, um, yeah. So Chromebook probably do enough of what you want to do unless you game unless you game yeah or well do other things too or watch porn i'm pretty sure it could handle it i haven't tried though <laughs> noob <laughs> how else do you think chris tries out a laptop <laughs> that's how he rate, had to write the review after yeah <laughs> could not handle porn <laughs> zero stars <laughs> <laughs> the Fire Kids tablet. Zero stars. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm going to take this frosty mug quickly. <laughs> That's a good idea. Before we go down that track any further. Um, I'm tapping into a well that we've, we've drawn from quite a few times. Shopping app? Not a shopping app. Damn. This is what I think that all three of the regular co-hosts have done, and that's um, Waste to Make Coffee. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, you know, we've done the French press. I did, you did the pour over. Uh, there's, I think, been a couple other ones in there. 
We did um, the espresso. The espresso machine. Yeah. There's there's, there's coffee. Yeah. It's like the grinder. The coffee grinder. We got. We like beverages <laughs> on this show. <laughs> we do. Know. We do. And we we have the PM beverages, but also AM beverages. So uh, I asked for and received for Christmas from my sister an AeroPress. Um, this came highly recommended to me as one of the like my friends who are like coffee aficionados are like this is the finest cup of coffee. And I'm like okay whatever. And um, then someone else said it was if you're gonna go backpacking like he's like oh I always bring this my AeroPress when I go backpacking. It's like okay I'll give it a shot. Um, and I really like it. It's way less acidic than mm. a normal cup. Their website and their packaging claims nine times less acidity, <laughs> um, which is which is cool. And it's what I like the most about it is there's no cleanup at all. You just like wipe it down with a paper towel or rinse it off under some water. You don't have to wash it or anything like that. Um, but it, it's pretty cool how it works because you you put some ground coffee in this big plunger thing basically and then you use the force of you pushing the air down into it it pushes pressurizes the coffee goes through the beans into the filter through the filter into your cup and um you know it only takes whatever a minute and it's good for i'll say like a personal coffee level like maybe if you had a family you're better off sticking with the traditional pot but if it's just for you um this thing could handle probably like a big travel mug uh, if you were to try and do it all at once. But I really like it. Uh, next time you're in Montana, I'll have to brew you guys a cup of it. It, I'm still dialing it in. It kind of comes out like an espresso that you add regular hot water to. Because mm. I think yeah. you're not supposed to put... It comes out as super concentrated, basically. And then you either drink it like an espresso or water it down. But hmm. I really like it so far. And it was a great Christmas present. So... That's why Chris, you're not allowed to get any more coffee. We need to know how AeroPresses work. <laughs> now, <laughs> gotta come it, to Montana it, then. Is it arrow like aeroplane or is it arrow like bow and arrow? Like aeroplane. Okay. A E R O P R. I assume that too, but we have then again, three coffee know. things on the counter already. Do we? Yes. Right now. The oh, Keurig, yeah. the espresso, and the regular pot. That's true. We do have those. So, well, we can add it right next to it. There's plenty of room. I think we need to do an episode of Drinking Alone with Friends where we do like a blind coffee tasting and we try and figure out which is the best. Yeah. And then it's a tax write-off if you buy the AeroPress. I think that's how it works. There we go. See? See? I mean. It's a tax write-off. As long as you do it. That's basically free money, I think. I don't know how (laughs) tax works. We technically make money with it. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can we do record before 9 p.m.? Yeah, I'm no, gonna have to. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Coffee episode 9 p.m. Yeah. Can't right. get can't get any earlier. We just live stream all night with the coffee buzz. <laughs> there you yeah, go. there we go. I would do it. I'd do it. So we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we're gonna start off by thanking our breweries. So I would like to start off by thanking Great Awakening Brewing Company for their amazing spoon bender imperial stout. I wanna thank Imagination for their Houston We're Haben Ein Problem. And I would like to thank Barreled Souls Coconut Express via Tud. There you go. <laughs> for their excellent IPA tonight. Make sure you're jumping into all social medias and following us. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. That's Untapped at DAWF Podcast. Make sure you're jumping in, joining the Discord. Let us know what your preference of frosting choices are. I mean, you heard I'm it, so let us know. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. Chocolate cupcakes. What frosting do you put on it? Is vanilla a waste? You know, all that stuff. Just say yes. Don't say coconut. You'll get banned by one of the moderators. (laughs) I don't think I'll tell you who, but (laughs) (laughs) permaband. Make sure you're sending in your emails to dawfpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, you could also write in, write in there. Um, let us know if you want us to bring back marital discord. We might be able to fit into our busy schedules. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, you know, just arguing with her tonight, which we do every day. I mean, it's not like, like we just have to turn the, the, like hit the record button. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, be like, what do we fight about today? The chocolate cake. Oh yeah. Right. Well, you didn't, you didn't tell me to clean that. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Make sure you're heading over to iTunes and giving us five-star reviews. Five-star, five-star, five-star. And make sure you write a review. If you you write a funny review, we'll read it on air. How about that? And, yeah, I think that's... Oh, check me out on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash BeardEyeGamer. Let's go. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Dana, for being a great guest. A great Ted 4.0. Ted (laughs) 4.0. You won't even tell him that you stopped by. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could fill his shoes. Well, you, ha- you did this week, so you did an <laughs> admirable go. job. There you go. Yeah, and Tud is uh, Tud's still doing doing well uh, outside of some demo in his house that he was talking about. So, you know, please keep thinking of him, but he is doing well. Hopefully we'll have him back sooner rather than later. Um, but, of course, like we've, like we've been saying, uh, recovery is first and foremost the most important. So, um, you know, it'll probably be a couple more... Maybe a couple more weeks? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, but other than that, my name's Chris. My name's Obert. And I'm Dana. You gotta do the thing. <laughs> you gotta do it. You do the thing. <laughs> Just make one up. <laughs> and if you're drinking alone... Do it with friends. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they do the whole time. Listen to 120 episodes. I know. I totally blame. <laughs> no, it's very clear. It's very clear. I'm not blaming anybody for what's possible. So, over. Um, our, our well, Dana's parents are visiting, and they brought down their dogs, right? And you'll never guess what CJ called the dogs when they first came in. I think he said which one's popcorn. <laughs> so every every dog from here to the end of time is popcorn. <laughs> or poopus. Or poopus, yes. Poopus is a whole other thing. <laughs> so he, uh, your dog has, has made a lasting impact Apparently. on our son. So.